Hope everybody had a great weekend. I know I did. I did not work Friday podcast. I worked at my actual day job. Did not do an episode Friday. There's a couple things I wanted to talk about, but I didn't. I realized I was behind on something uh, last week, so I can't remember when this was brought up. Oh, last Monday. So I could have talked about Monday. I didn't. Could have talked about it Wednesday. I didn't. Didn't even do my podcast Friday. So sorry about that. Hope everybody's weekend was great. Weekend was great. Coming up on the scouting combine. I'll talk more about that later this week. Um, players to watch out for. Um, we are less than two weeks away from an actual bracket for the NCAA tournament. Um, personally for me, I've caught up on Yellowstone, so that's one show I've knocked off. I'm going to talk about that show and draw some comparisons to the sports world because it's 90% a sports show, 10% entertainment. Um, and then there's some episodes where it's mainly entertainment and there's not a lot of sports. That's very rare though. Um, I'm going to start off with in a collaboration, the XFL. Now, when I was a kid, the first thing I ever heard about the XFL, I was maybe four or five, four or five when I had that lone 2001 season, the he hate me and then the Essentially, the Oklahoma drill for the kickoffs, I believe it was, or the coin flips or whatever. I'm not sure. I, I don't remember. Um, the second time it came around, it was a lot better, but then COVID came around and kind of killed that. So The Rock took it over. It'll be back next year, but there was an announcement. And the XFL has officially announced a collaboration agreement with the NFL. Looking at NBCSports.com. And this is not exactly what you'd think. It's not necessarily a G League. But in a press release from the XFL, the partnership's plan is to provide select innovation programs to further expand the game of football and create increased opportunities for player development both on and off the field. We are extremely pleased to collaborate with the NFL in these important areas. Danny Garcia said, co-owner and chairwoman of the XFL, we are bringing forward an XFL that is progressive and forward-thinking when it comes to innovation Leveraging the newest technology to enhance game day experience. So, I'm assuming what they mean by that is, is the replay systems by using an Xbox or a PS4. Sounds crazy, but it's better than those. You can actually kind of get a, gl- a glimpse of what's actually going on. The sideline reporting. There's a lot of things I liked about that revamped XFL, and it kind of broke my heart when it went away. And that we were told it's going to be take another mini hiatus. Was very thankful for Danny Garcia and The Rock for them to revive it once again. Once again. But I have, I'm going to go back to when I was a kid. I didn't know what the XFL was. Um, Honestly, I thought it was something completely different. I'll let your imagination wander. Um, But when, uh, going back to my wrestling fandom, back in the Ruthless Aggression Area, Ruthless Aggression Era, sorry, when Triple H and Shawn Michaels, the new and improved D-Generation X were messing with their commands and Triple H was mocking, no, imitating man. Had the had the had the wig and everything. Was coming out in his music and doing his little signature walk. And brings up the XFL. I was like, what's the XFL? Why is everybody reacting like that's some major pipe bomb? Then I realized, oh, it's a failed football league. That sucks. I'd like to see the XFL, and we did two years ago, and we'll get it back next year. Um, I think the same. I think a similar schedule, uh, starting a couple weeks after the Super Bowl which I think is smart. I think it's smart for the XFL to start 
right before the NBA and NHL playoffs hit, finish right before they hit, uh, or start right after the Super Bowl, finish right before they hit, USFL, not sure if it's smart to compete with the NBA and NHL playoffs, but they'll be done before their respective finals. Um, They'll be going on right around the beginning of baseball season when most of the teams that are going to be in the playoffs aren't really that much to watch. But then unless there's some historic winning streaks going on or or historic performances like Shohei Otani. But um, you get my point. So I I think it's very smart. I just want to know why this can't be like a minor league system or a G League for the NFL. Now I know the NFL and the CFL, the USFL, XFL aren't necessarily the same thing, but it's football at the end of the day, at the end of the day. You know, like I think the CFL, like a lot of their offensive players or offensive linemen could be great when it comes to pass blocking for uh NFL teams. Because they're a three down league. Um they're in the wide receivers are in constant motion. Okay, it's it's more it's pass first, pass first. So if I can get an offensive lineman on the Chiefs. I'd be stoked because, uh, oh my, let's see how they did in the CFL. Now, again, the defense wasn't as great, so it'd be kind of harder. But when it comes to pass, uh, pass rush only, they I would imagine they can hold their own. Again, I there's a lot of avenues we can go here, but I think this is really cool for the game of football and really and just awesome for sports and the, and the fans. So, um, moving on, we as, and I shouldn't say we, I'm not there just yet. But we kind of draw comparisons, right? We we always compare Joe Montana to Tom Brady. Um, we compare uh, rappers, Tupac to Eminem, or whatever you want to say. Um, country singers, Johnny Cash to George Strait to Jason Aldean. Um, actors, Adam Sandler to Will Ferrell. It can go on and on. And our comic book characters, Spider-Man to Batman. Like, who who's more, who who's better, who's the GOAT? Uh, yeah, that's that's the conversation, and I'm kind of sitting here thinking about how I'm going to go about this because we're two months away from the series finale for Yellowstone season four. I just finished it up last night. I finished that thing in a week. Okay, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, something's off with my sleep, so I'm staying up late. So I'm not like you know what. I'm either going to do homework or be lazy and watch Yellowstone, which. I'm tired enough to not do homework, but I'm awake enough to watch a show. That doesn't make sense. I, that makes me just sound lazy and irresponsible when I'm telling you. I, I can stay up to watch something, but I can't concentrate on anything. But I'm not tired enough to fall asleep. Anyways, we're not going to get into that conversation. Um, anyways, I've, I caught up on Yellowstone. I've, I'll, I'll give you my first thoughts. If I had a favorite character, it's Casey. If I had a least favorite character, it's probably Beth or Jamie. Um, but however, there is some episodes which you don't see this in a lot of TV shows. If there's not necessarily an antagonist, um, Jamie might though. If you've seen it, um, no spoilers. He might be an antagonist here pretty soon. Um, the main antagonist. Um, you don't really see characters you're not fans of have a couple episodes like, "Wow, I feel bad for them," or "Wow, I really like them." But anyways, um, you also don't ever see a show where every side character has its own episode. And yeah, okay, there's some shows out there, but they don't execute it as well as Yellowstone. And I think it's probably perfect because it's a smaller network type show, streaming service. Also with 1883, I'll start that later tonight or tomorrow. Um, you you only see that. So the way it's put to get, put together is magnificent, in my opinion. 
Um, but I wanted to draw some comparisons to not to some of you non Yellowstone fan, Yellowstone fans, non TV show fans. I'm going to draw some comparisons. So Kevin Costner, one of the greatest actors of all time, John Dutton, the King. Um, I'm not sure if that's appropriate, but I mean, if you've watched the show, you know you, you're picking up what I'm putting down. Um, I'm going to relate all these characters to sport. Not all the characters, but the main ones. Okay, I'm going to compare John Dutton to like a um, Joe Montana. Well-respected, the goat of his generation, but everybody's trying to come after him. Or you can compare him to Tom Brady, I don't know, but I'd say. Um, Beth, going to be kind of hard to compare her to a sports figure, but I would say she's like a Richard Sherman. Richard Sherman, Seahawks cornerback. And I'm not going to just do all football. I'm, I'm going, bear with me here. I like where I'm going with this. This is a silly episode. It's how it is in the sports world when there's no football and basketball I'll get into. I've got some thoughts on NBA right now with James Harden and the Lakers. <laughs> what a joke. I make fun of the Jets. I make fun of the Lakers as well. So Jets fans, I took a dig at you last week. Lakers fans, it's your turn because <laughs> you're a mess. Anyways, Beth, you know what? Beth is Los Angeles Lakers. Something that's just so great, but something that's also a freaking mess, okay? And some people are going to think I'm insensitive for, you Yellowstone fans will think I'm insensitive for saying that, but at the end of the day, it's just a TV character, okay? Kelly Riley plays her perfectly. I think it's awesome. But you know what? Beth Dutton is Los Angeles Lakers of Yellowstone. Okay. Luke Grimes, who plays Casey Dutton, my favorite character, like I said, um... I'm not going to compare him to... I'm not just going just sports here. I'm going to compare him to a uh, sidekick in comic book movies. Green Arrow. He has the Green Arrow look. You comic book fans, you DC comic book fans, you know what I'm talking about. He would play a perfect Green Arrow. So maybe when Yellowstone's over and DC Universe kind of gets its thing together, maybe Luke Grimes plays Green Arrow and, and uh, Oliver Queen. Um... Kind of the sidekick, kind of the... He ha, he can be a leader, but he's not. Um, yeah, so we're, we're going to say he's Green Arrow. Um, Rip, by the way. Um, that dude's a freak in this show. I'm going to say he's Ray Lewis. Um, there's no stopping him. He might actually kill you if you look at him wrong. Okay, I'm, gonna, I'm only going to do a couple more, so bear with me. Um, Jamie, he's like that cornerback in football or any sort of athlete to where... When their team does something, Eli Apple, and they had nothing to do with it, and then they celebrate. But then when they get cut, they play the victim card. Like, oh my gosh, we did this, and I was just so great. But, but no, you didn't do sh. I'm going to stop myself there. I, again, I'm trying not to play spoilers. I'm just trying to say how much I like Yellowstone, but I don't want to go on and on and on about how awesome it is and sound like a nerd. It's my podcast. I can sound however I want, but you get my point. I'm going to stop there with Yellowstone. There's a couple more characters I can go with. Jamie, he's a good one. I like Walker. I like Lloyd. Okay. I like Chief Thomas Rainwater. Like, I like a lot of things about this show. I won't say it's my favorite, though. I have a rule with TV shows. Okay. Breaking Bad is my favorite TV show ever. Supernatural is my second. But I wouldn't say that for a while about Supernatural until I saw the series finale. I thought the series finale was perfect for Supernatural. Some people didn't, but with COVID and the way things were going, they couldn't do with their original plans. Um, if you don't know if they were, you can look it up. 
had a lot to do with all the hunters getting together in a bar, um, listening to a cover band of Kansas playing Carry On My Wayward Son. I'm not going into any detail on that. I would have loved it, but I'm not going into any detail on that. So yet, while Yellowstone is one of my favorite shows right now, I can't say that because if the series finale or the final season ruins it, like Game of Thrones or Lost. I never watched Game of Thrones, but I saw the reviews. And then Lost, that episode, that last series finale was just... What? I, it was, I, I'm getting a headache. My goodness, I'm getting a headache. I'd rather watch Lakers highlights. Or listen to how Joe Namath is a Hall of Famer. I don't... I'd rather watch Lakers highlights. Yeah, that's what I'd do. I would rather watch the Los Angeles Lakers highlights. Or Joe Namath. And hear him... And hear how he's a Hall of Famer. He shouldn't be, but he is one. Then watch the last ever episode of Lost. Because that just didn't... That gave me a headache. <laughs> sorry, I had to take a dig at the Lakers again. And the Jets. I'm sorry. No offense, Jets fans. We all love Broadway Joe. We love what the Jets are building. The Lakers, on the other hand, they're a mess. Um, anyways. One more comment on Yellowstone. I don't see it slowing down anytime soon. But I don't think it should overdo itself. If it cuts it off after six or seven seasons, perfect. Because if you overdo yourself, your fans are going to start to hate you. It's just going to be a money grab. And it's going to be one of, those great, one of those great shows that could have been. But it's over with now. Like NCIS, Grey's Anatomy, Law & Order, blah, 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 blah. Okay, Supernatural went on pretty long, so I guess I'm kind of a hypocrite for that, but nowhere near as long as NCIS or Grey's Anatomy or The Simpsons, which The Simpsons isn't the same, but you get my point. Um, longevity is great, just there's a time to one to hang it up. Um, all right, my NBA tiers. I'll get into these after I take a quick water break. Stay tuned. Remember, it is top three in the West, top three in the East. Starting off in the West. This is tough. I have it typed out, but it's tough. I'm going to say the Memphis Grizzlies. I know the Phoenix Suns are seven games ahead of them. The Suns are in a bit of a blunder right now. John Morant broke the Grizzlies' regular season scoring record. With 40-plus points, Saturday's win over the Bulls. Okay. The Suns, for only the third time all season. Yes, I know. It's only the third time all season. The Suns dropped consecutive games, um, losing to the Pelicans and Jazz. Um, they were lo- Remember, they were without Chris Paul. Um, so that's not really a knock on the Suns. I'm just putting the Grizzlies above them right now. Um, the Warriors... At one point last night against the Mavericks, they were on a uh, the Mavericks were on a nineteen to run nineteen to one run. They blew a twenty one point lead to them on Sunday night. So the Warriors are at three. They're fine. Is this top three in the West? Top three in the East? Okay. Top three in the East right now. Miami Heat. 
They've won three straight. Eight of his past nine. Out of Bayou. He's on fire. The 76ers. Here's what I wanted to talk about. One of the things I wanted to talk about. James Harden and Joel Embiid. It's almost like a dream start. And as a Rockets fan... And as a Nets fan, you got to feel like, oh my God, what did we do? The Rockets, well, you tanked. He didn't want to be a part of that, so he acted like he was fat. Okay, I shouldn't say that. He, I, I should not say he acted like he was fat. I apologize. That was, I was out of line for that one. I apologize. However, he acted like he was out of shape. He wasn't. And Brooklyn wasn't giving any sort of effort towards the end there, and now he's in Philadelphia, and he's lighting it on fire with... Um... Joel Embiid. Couldn't think for a second. So I have the Heat and the 76ers. Can't decide between the Bulls or the Bucks. I'm going to say the Bulls. Their talent is performing better. Right now I'm going to say the Bills. Oh, the Bulls. Not the Bills. Good God, I can't talk today. The Bulls who own the fifth best record in the NBA at 39-22. But there's a thing here. They're winless against four teams. The Suns, the Warriors, Grizzlies, and the Heat. So right now I am putting the Bulls over the Bucks, But the Bulls... They have the talent. And they're right. They're healthy. They're hot. I just don't trust them. I trust the Bucks. They have the talent. They're right. But right now the Bulls are the better team. And this is just your regular season ranking. My my top three in the West, top three in the East, it's about as pointless as power rankings each week in the NFL or NBA or any sort of sports league. Okay? Um, that's what I think. Now I'm going to go on to the Lakers and Sporting Kansas City, and then I'll be done. I was going to talk about Kansas State baseball and basketball, but I'm trying to be happy, okay? The XFL and the NFL collaborating makes me happy. Yellowstone makes me happy. Sporting Kansas City, although they lost, makes me happy. Making fun of the Los Angeles Lakers and the New York Jets makes me happy. My NBA tears makes me happy. Talking about Kansas State makes me want to go see a counselor. Or going to one of those um, rage rooms where you go break stuff. That's what, that's what Kansas State makes me do. Basketball or baseball or badminton or hockey or lacrosse. Football makes me a little happy, but it's February. <laughs> That was me getting angry, by the way. I didn't know how to... Um, the quality of my show will be better soon. The audio, the sound, I should say. i um, not going to release anything on that. Okay, the Los Angeles Lakers. 27-33. They've lost nine of their past 12 games. They have a two-and-a-half game cushion stopping them from missing the play-in tournament completely. Um... Last night, I don't know how many turnovers they had. Seriously, I don't know how many turnovers. 10? 11? Let's look here. I'm looking at the stat sheet right now. Thought I had it pulled it up. I didn't. Field goal percentage was 41. Three point percentage was 20. Turnovers, LA had 23. They had a lot more turnovers than I thought. My goodness. Okay. Rebounds, they had 38. So that, eh, not bad. 
it, it's a mess. And they have all these veterans, some of them future Hall of Famers, who are not playing like they suck. I honestly think they're playing like they don't care. That's, that's what I truly, truly believe. Now, there is the playing in tournament. They're 18 and 15 at home. They're only six games under 500. They have the leadership. They have the veteran talent. They have the... They have it all. They could do... They're just playing like they don't care. And they're playing like they're mentally checked out. They're a mess. I make jokes about the New York Jets, but I could say a lot of good things about the New York Jets right now. And really, I'm just kind of adopting Stephen A. Smith style of making the... Mocking... Mocking the Dallas Cowboys. So, Jets fans, have you ever heard Stephen A. Smith say anything nice about the Cowboys? No. Well, I'm saying something nice about the Jets. I like Zach Wilson. I like Mike White. I like Soleil. I like uh, the running backs. I like the receivers. I think they need a big body type. I like the defense. I like almost everything about the Jets. I'm just going to make jokes about them because of a close personal friend of mine. And he has, or a close personal family friend of mine. And he has the best reactions to it. So every time I do, after a few days, I hey, did you hear what I said? And he's like, yeah, I won't say what he says. <laughs> I'm kidding, but the Lakers are a mess. MLS is back. Sporting Kansas City lost to Atlanta United yesterday, three to one. And I'm gonna I just a quick little nugget here. I don't know a lot about soccer or hockey. I'm not an expert by any means, but isn't there a point to where? The goalie is told to stay inside the box. Because I can't think of why a goalie would essentially want to go up man-to-man against somebody when they're about to score, when they can easily just kind of play backyard soccer with it and kick it to the other side of you. And then it's a goal. I saw that all day. And sporting offensively was just... A mess, and this is just from the little I know about soccer. Atlanta was tough defensively. They basically put up a brick wall, so so to speak. Anytime uh, Sporting got in scoring range in the red zone, I guess I again I'm I'm learning all the terminology of soccer. Okay, as I go, um, I like how aggressive Sporting is. I, I honestly don't have a problem with the losses. I honestly I don't like putting loss team losses on one man. But that loss was on the goalie yesterday. Offensively, I'm sure there's stuff that can change defensively. But again, I'm no expert. But I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm able to watch Kansas City team once a week now. Um, no, that that month was hard. Okay, Chiefs, Royals, Sporting is off. They're going on. I'm happy. Unless I'm watching Kansas State. I'm kidding. I'm happy. Um, that's all for today's show. Um, dive into a bit of the combine tomorrow on Friday. Um, free agency predictions, more NBA talk. Um, speaking of the Bulls, I did talk about them. DeMar DeRozan. Um, potential MVP candidate with that little run he had last week and the week prior. Yeah. All right. NSK Sports and Entertainment, episode 69. Don't laugh at that. I'm out of here.